Hello, and welcome back to Resting Mary, finding joy and peace in your life. I'm your host, Dwayne Montague, and on today's episode, I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite Disney movies. And no, I'm not talking about Pinocchio, although that must come up um, someday. Today, I want to talk to you about a movie released in the 1960s. It was a live-action film. It was actually nominated for a couple Oscars. It won one, and it's probably not the movie you're thinking of. But if we follow some of the advice from this film, we may really understand what it means to rest Mary. That's on today's episode. I've been thinking a lot about my outlook recently. And no, I don't mean my email program, although I do spend a lot of time there. I've been thinking about the way I view things in life. I generally try to be a positive person, generally believing or at least attempting to believe the best about people and my circumstances. But sometimes, once in a while, when something goes south, uh, personally or professionally, I can withdraw into my thoughts and start thinking darker, uh, less positive thoughts. Um, Slights that normally would mean nothing can become wounds. Words that sometimes really wouldn't bother me normally start to bother me and hurt pretty bad. Uh, My wife was saying today, I was ruminating on something that had happened, and she goes, I just know what will happen if you think about this too long. You're going to go into the dark place because that's what you do. When you go into this moment where you feel regret or pain or, or, or concern, you tend to take your mind to the darkest places. And she goes, I don't want that for you. You see, when I spend too much time in this place, losing my sense of happiness and joy, I then spiral further into that negativity. Soon, every blessing is forgotten. Every good thing is gone, and I only see the hurt, the wound, the injustice. I get all like, ah, but what about this? What about this? How come I don't feel this way? And uh, my wife and my family remind me, daddy or honey, that's not who you are. Don't go to that place. Don't be that person. So this year, in spite of everything that we're all going through, I'm attempting to do less of that thinking and spending a lot more time um, doing something else. Uh, Yes, is resting Mary is a good idea for it. But in the 1800s, there was a book um, where the main character uh, focused on this idea of finding something that would bring her joy and, and, and peace. And she called it the glad game. The book and later the great Disney movie, Pollyanna, was about this orphan girl who played the glad game every day. No matter what circumstance she found herself in, she tried to find something to be glad about in it, no matter what was happening. And in doing so, uh, in the the book and the movie, she ends up changing the lives of an entire town. Uh, If you remember the Haley Mills film, it's uh, she won an Oscar for Best Juvenile Performance that year. Uh, Disney spent a lot of money getting it ready. Uh, He really featured her. It was her first film before she became even more famous for The Parent Trap. And it was cast with a bunch of big name actors. Uh, Jane Wyman played her uh, played her aunt. Uh, uh, Agnes Moorhead, you probably remember better from the old Bewitched TV show, played this grumpy old lady. And there were several other big name character actors who were some of the the biggest actors in Hollywood at the time to support this story featuring. Uh, uh, Haley Mills as Pollyanna, this little girl who is sent uh, because she's an orphan to live with her very rich aunt. And her rich aunt really wants her to be out of sight, out of mind. But Pollyanna, being who she is, starts going exploring and meeting people. And she basically meets an entire town full of crabby people. It's like she came into the year 2023 where literally everybody seems to be on edge. Everybody's upset. She, it's like she could walk into my neighborhood and she'd say, oh, there you are, Mr. Montague. That's it. You need to play the glad game. Uh Why? Well, because the entire town had been so focusing on the negative things in life that they lost their ability to have joy. They lost their peace. They lost their goodwill. In fact, they weren't, as I like to say, resting merry anymore. 
There's a great song by Johnny Mercer that came out in the 1940s that uh, you may recall. It says, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, and latch on to the informative, and don't mess with Mr. In-Between. There's no middle ground. Our lives tend to want to be in a gray space, but sometimes it's hard to be there. As Johnny Mercer says, or as Pollyanna would say, accentuate the positive. Focus on what makes you glad and eliminate the negative. Stop focusing on the things that are going wrong. And when you do that, you will be able to find yourself joy. This is a good and healthy mantra for any of us. Put our focus on the good. Cut the negative talk and thoughts. Affirm what's going right in your life. And our outlook, like I mentioned at the beginning, can definitely change. Trouble is, reality sometimes gets in the way. We say, oh, it's a movie, it's a book, it's a song. How does it operate in the real world? Well, even when you're facing tough times or tough situations, you can still find something to be glad about. Did you get out of bed this morning? Congratulations, you did better than some people do. Did you have lunch at some point today? Great, you did better than a lot of the world. Do you have a job? Is someone paying you? Great, fantastic. If you're not getting paid, what other good thing is happening in your life right now? Do you have a family that loves you? Great. Maybe you don't have that. Do you have a pet who looks at you with affection? Wonderful. You have something. Can you breathe? No matter what it is, you are finding something to be joyful about. And if the uh, classic book and movie and this great song don't convince you, then perhaps one of my favorite writers of the New Testament can. The Apostle Paul wrote so much of the New Testament, and sometimes he can get pretty dour. Sometimes he can get pretty uh, grumpy. In fact, you read the book of 2 Corinthians, it's all about him being very upset with the church there and saying, hey, what is wrong with you people? But in the book of Philippians, Paul focuses on something else, something bigger, something greater, and he focuses on this idea of joy. In the uh, Philippians 4, 8, he says this, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Well, that's a great place to start if you're trying to figure out how to play this glad game. First of all, fix your thoughts on what is true. True is mean that's what reality is. That's that's real. If your mind is worried about what may happen tomorrow, that's not true. That hasn't affected you yet. It doesn't even exist. As Jesus himself said, don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got its own stuff. Take care of today. Focus on today. Keep your mind in perfect peace. Is mine stay on you, as I said in the last episode. So when we think about what is true, I am loved. I am cared for. Uh, people like me. I have had a good life. This We think about those things suddenly. Okay, that's good. We're feeling a little bit better. Honorable. What, uh, what's an, what does honor mean? It means to give someone a sense of purpose and re- help them realize that they, that they have worth. Okay? So think of that about yourself. If you're feeling down on yourself today, you're thinking, well, I'm just nobody. I'm Mr. Mediocre. I don't really have a purpose or a plan. Um, stop that right now because that is not honorable talk to yourself. You have honor. You have worth. You have value. If nothing else, because you were created by God and he loves you. So the very fact that you were created and you live on this earth means that you have worth. You have value. You are worthy of honor. But when you look at the things you've done, the people whose lives you've impacted, you may not know it right now, but that's honorable as well. Think about what is right. Think about what is pure. Don't focus on stuff that's messy and nasty and gross and messes your mind up with all of its negativity. Get off your phone for a while and think about those things. Oh, and I love this one. Lovely. Think about something that's lovely today. I don't just mean something makes you feel love. Think about lovely, beautiful things. If you're having a hard day and you're in a place where it's cloudy, go look at some pictures of some beautiful sunset skies. 
if you're in a place where you can go for a walk, get outside and look at the sunshine. One of the best things uh, to us since we moved into where we live now is we live in uh, in Chino Hills it, it, where there's a lot of state parks. It's actually the, the largest state park in the state of California is, uh, is is the Chino Hills State Park. And there's all these great walking trails. And we had a ton of rain through January and the beginning of uh, this month. And the hills are green. They're verdant. I feel like I'm living in in, uh, in Ireland when I look at them. I'm, I should be talking with an Irish accent, which would be perfect for when we get over to St. Patrick's Day. But no, I shouldn't do that, should I? No, I shouldn't. But you see what I'm saying? They're beautiful. And when I walk in them, that's a lovely thing. And my mind is lifted. My heart is lifted. And finally, Paul reminds us, think about things that are admirable. Think of things that you bring you a sense of admiration. Don't read a story about how negative the world is. Get off the, the, the blogs and the news articles about how messy it is in Washington, D.C., how we've got a bad president, we've got a bad Congress, we've got a bad this, we've got a, who knows? All of that's not, none of that is admirable because none of it's good, none of it's positive. It's all just negativity. Think of something admirable. Okay. Um, hey, how's your kid doing school today? Hey, how's your mom doing? Um, does your cat like you? <laughs> those are admirable things. Think about those things. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Oh my gosh. Maybe if you can't think about something good for yourself, start praising somebody else and reminding them of how great they are and you will feel better about yourself. One of the best things that you can do is remind other people how they are and how they're doing and realize that, hey, guess what? You're freaking awesome. Because I guarantee you, sometimes they're thinking the same things about themselves. Am I worthy? Do I matter? Do I have a purpose? When you remind them, you're a good person. You're a good man. You're a good woman. You have a, you, you create a sense of purpose for me. Working with you makes me happy. Being in the same room as you makes me happy. Being a friend of yours fills my life with joy. When we say those types of things to people, oh my gosh, it's so hard to then be negative about our own life. As Pollyanna said, I find one thing to be glad about every day. Now, she's British because Haley Mills is British. I don't know why. I think they in the story, they made her like she was an orphan from um, uh, her parents were British a missionary somewhere. So that's how it kind of worked out that way. But the point is, if you're thinking about things that are honorable, right, true, true pure, lovely, uh, just, excellent, worthy of praise, you're going to be able to think of things that make you glad, that lift your heart. What's interesting about this concept, focusing our hearts on the mind, our minds on these things, is that it not only changes our outlook, it has the, the potential then, like I said, to fundamentally alter the lives of those around us. Because when we realize what God is doing in our lives, so much we can focus on that brings us joy, then our coworkers, our friends, our families, then their thoughts and hearts and their actions will also be uplifted by the things that we do in place to them. So imagine a world where fewer people focus on what is wrong and focus instead on what is beautifully, wonderfully right in our world. It would be a, a much better, a much different, a much more godly, wonderful place to live. So whether you want to play the glad game and be a Pollyanna, or you want to accentuate the positive, or just want to be more like the Apostle Paul, then let's do it together. Do it with me. Join me in focusing on what is positive. I'm really going to try to think more like Pollyanna this year and find something to be glad about. I'm really going to try to spread joy up to the maximum and bring gloom down to the minimum. And like Paul says, I want to think about things that are truly worthy of praise. Or uh, one more example that I can give you is uh, from the musical version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which my daughter Audrey sang uh, when she first, uh, this was 13 years ago, when she first took the stage and I realized she was going to be an actress. She sang this song called Think Positive. And yeah, why not? If we do that together, guess what we're going to be doing? Playing the glad game. 
We're going to be rejoicing. We're going to be uh, feeling so, so joyful, and we're going to bring that gloom down. But we'll be resting Mary, and that's something we all can do more of, right? I love this idea of playing the glad game. I may not always do it well, but I really try to. Um, so next time you're feeling down or morose or feeling down about yourself, think of one thing to be glad about. Think of something that can lift your heart, something that can lift your spirit. If all you can say to yourself is, I got out of bed today, you did better than some people. If you, all you can say is, well, at least I'm breathing, hey, at least you're breathing. God didn't put you on this earth without a purpose and a plan. You may not always know what it is. You may be struggling to understand why things are the way they are, but until you're in heaven, you never will. So until then, let's think about things that are good. Let's think about things that are pure, things that are admirable and right and worthy of praise. I'm so excited that you're listening. I, I, I can't wait to hear uh, how this affects you. If you like it and you and you, and you you uh, love what you heard on the, on the uh, podcast today, please share it with your friends. I'd love to have uh, more and more people playing this glad game with us. Imagine if everyone in the world joined us in this game. What a difference it would make. I'd also like to encourage you to make sure you're checking out uh, the Facebook page. Uh, that's uh, Dwayne Montague on Facebook. That's where I post a lot of uh, daily stuff that's happening, going on, thoughts I'm thinking about, as things are going on. And I encourage you also to check out uh, my book, Let Go, accepting where you are today so you're ready for where you will be tomorrow. It's a great book for this time of year. It's a great reminder to stop looking back, stop focusing on what's behind you, and focus on the future. You can find that on Amazon.com. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please just click that button and it will give you a chance to support, which is helpful. It helps me have time and space to be able to record episodes for everyone. And I just want to thank you. So until next time, keep playing the glad game. Keep making sure you're focusing on those good things. Accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative, And keep on resting merry with me. We'll see you next time.